Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Henderson, and as always, I'm so grateful that you're here today. I want to start today's episode a little different. I just want to speak to you uh, as an individual listening to this podcast, and I want to encourage you, don't give up on yourself. I know it can feel like you've tried everything. I know at times it can feel hopeless. I know sometimes it feels like the pain is never going to stop. I know sometimes it feels like that uh, you're uniquely broken and that everybody else can heal, but you're not going to be able to heal. You've seen others go through their journey and you've admired them and you've wondered what's wrong with you that you've not been able to heal. You've not been able to get healthy. I want to let you know that you can heal. You are worthy of your own love and don't give up on yourself. Do me a favor and try one more time. Just one more time. That's what it took for me was to try one more time. To be willing to just say yes to one more attempt. And that one more attempt changed everything for me. So I want to encourage you. You're not uniquely broken. You can change, you can heal, and don't give up on yourself. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is around resisting love or being blocked to love. You know, so many of us who've experienced painful events in our lives, like trauma or really painful relationships or other painful life experiences, have become really blocked and resistant to love. And it's very normal. And so you're not alone in this. I'll tell a little bit of my story, and I try to tell my story in hopes that it can bring hope to other people, that people can see uh, what I've been through and the experiences that I've had and understand that it's not too late to heal. It's not too late to change. And so for me, I was so resistant to love that I could not receive the love of other people, couldn't receive my own love, and couldn't even receive the love of God. For many of you who are listeners to this podcast, you'll know that I'm a former pastor and really struggled in my faith walk and had a lot of shame uh, as a Christian, as a pastor. And we'll get into that into future episodes. But right now, I just want to focus in on the fact that I was really blocked and resistant to love. I often think about my resistance as being like Gandalf on the bridge in The Lord of the Rings, where this monster, this beast is trying to pass. And then all of a sudden he takes his staff and he hammers it into the bridge and he says, you shall not pass. I mean, it's very dramatic. Uh, That's a lot of probably the way that I felt when it came to love and my resistance to love. Uh, When people would try to love me or they would try to show affection to me, it was so uncomfortable that I would put up a wall internally. Now, outwardly, I might act like I was okay and trying to receive the love, trying to receive the compliments, the kindness, the affection. But internally, I was like Gandalf, you shall not pass, and would shut myself down inside because love was something that had become so painful in my life, and I associated love with pain. But now, through a lot of work and a lot of healing, I'm more open to love than ever. Do I still struggle? 
Yes. Are there times where it still feels uncomfortable? Yes. But man, I'm so much more open, so much more healthy, so much more happy because I began to remove the blockages or the resistance that I had to love. And I hope as you listen to this episode, you too will begin to let go of some of that resistance and some of that blockage because you are worthy of love. You're worthy of your own love and you're worthy of the love of other people. So let's talk a little bit about what it may look like or feel like, uh, and maybe that'll help you in your journey to see if you do have some resistance or blockage to it. Now, most of us inherently know that we do, uh, and we feel things like that resistance when somebody's trying to give us affection. We feel internally uh, resistant. Maybe we have a physical discomfort when people are trying to show us love and affection. That's normal. That's a normal response if you've experienced pain, especially if that's been around physical uh, trauma in your life. It's a very normal experience for you to feel uncomfortable physically. Maybe you're a person who likes to give love to other people, like you shower other people with love, but when it comes to receiving it, you really, really struggle. You reject it. You don't feel worthy of it. Maybe you distract yourself uh, when you're in the presence of other people in order to keep yourself from engaging. Maybe you actually flee. You try to get out of situations or get away from people and you're sabotaging relationships. Uh, maybe you change the conversation when it gets too intimate. Maybe you actually physically get up, leave, walk away when that feeling of intimacy or that feeling of being loved or receiving love uh, becomes too much for you. And so you need to actually get physical distance away from that. And then maybe you just completely shut down internally. Uh, externally, you look like you're okay, but internally you've hardened up. You've put that wall there and you're not allowing it to pass. You're not allowing love to permeate and to get into your system. And you've got that really hard wall up against other people and even up against yourself. You don't allow yourself to be kind and gentle and loving towards yourself actually blocking and resisting even your own love. So those are all signs and all indicators that you have a blockage or you have a resistance to love. Well, the really good news is it doesn't have to stay that way. You can heal that. You can heal your heart center and allow love to flow out of you, flow to you, and to flow to you from yourself, which we'll talk a lot about in this episode, about how we unlock that part, which then in turn will unlock our heart center and allow us to give and to receive the love that we so deserve and that we so desire. So let's go ahead and talk about why we get blocked, why we start to resist love. Now, some of it's just real obvious, right? But what I want you to do for a moment is I want you to see love as something, as we just talked about, that flows out of you and that flows into you, that also flows internally to you, from you. And I want you to think about it like a dam that's gotten blocked, there's been life experiences that have thrown logs in, thrown debris in there, and that love flow has stopped both out and in. It can't get out and it can't get in. Now, sometimes it gets blocked just one way. You flow out love to people, uh, and other times it gets blocked to where you just can't receive love in from people, and other times it gets blocked both ways. There's no love flowing any direction at all. So let me talk about the two ways that I think we develop resistance to love. Well, the first is because we were never modeled love. We've had no real experience with it. Uh, our experience was an absence of love, and that in itself created some pain and resistance to it because 
We don't know what it looks like. We don't know how to recognize it uh, because, once again, we weren't modeled it. So we don't know how to give it to ourselves. We don't know how to receive it. And our systems, our receptors towards love weren't really built or even put in place because we were never modeled on how to uh, receive and to give love. And the second is that we have painful life experiences. Now, this is the most obvious of why we get blocked and why we don't receive love, because we've been hurt by it. And that pain of experiencing love made us afraid of love, or it made us misunderstand what love is. Because a lot of times we experienced abuse cloaked as love. I'm doing this because I love you. Or there was really inappropriate physical connections and contact around the words love and seeing that as an experience of love or being told that that was an experience of love. And we got into a place where we really were confused about what love looked like, what love was, and what love felt like. So it's no wonder that we're really blocked in resistance to love if that's a part of our story. Now, there's a lot of other scenarios, right, that bring pain. Uh, Marriages, relationships, betrayals, friends, all of it, right? All of it comes down to a key word, which is pain. We've experienced pain around love. And then that pain caused us to do a couple of things. One, to become afraid of love, afraid of opening our hearts up because we don't want to be hurt again. I mean, it's a very natural defense mechanism, a very natural protection that we begin to put around ourselves so that we don't get hurt. Nothing wrong with that, but the challenge becomes when it becomes so protective, when we put so much armor around ourselves, that we don't open ourselves up to any love, and that we've shut down even our own love, and we're completely separated from love itself. Now, the other thing that happens as a result of that pain is that we freeze, right? We just like shut down when it comes to love, to giving it and receiving it. We may not be defining it as something that we're afraid of. We may just be completely frozen. We're kind of stuck. We experienced a place of trauma and we got stuck in that place. We're kind of frozen in that moment in time. uh, And we need to figure out how to unblock that and to unlock that part of ourselves as well. Because that experience froze us. It caused us to get stuck and we just completely shut down that love center. And there's a real beautiful space of opening that back up and beginning to heal that place in our life. So let's just review that real quick. We had pain that caused us to develop a fear or caused us to freeze and shut down. And all of that began to build stories in our head. We begin to build stories about love and our fear from love. And those stories get developed as a way to keep us safe. One story is that we have the story that we're unworthy of love. You know, one of the key pieces of my healing journey was understanding the separation of a fear of love from a reality of being unworthy of love. You see, my unworthy of love story got developed as a protection because I was so afraid of love that it was easier for me to develop that story about myself that, well, I'm just unworthy of love. The way that I was treated as a child, the abuse that I experienced, the trauma that I experienced caused me to adopt the message that I was unworthy of love. And so that allowed me to push people away, keep people at a distance, because if they really knew me, they wouldn't love me. So let me just keep them at a distance because I'm unworthy of that love. And what was actually taking place in me 
was I was afraid of love because I identified love with pain and I wanted to keep it away. And so my brain got really creative and really sneaky and it told me the message that you're unworthy of love. So why even try to accept love? Why let people in? Because they'll see that unworthiness. It's safer for you to keep people at a distance. So what is the story that you developed? Did you develop a story of, I'm unworthy of love? Or did you develop a story that people can't be trusted? Or do you see yourself as somebody who's completely unforgivable because of the things that you've done and therefore unworthy of being able to be loved? Maybe your story is that love is dangerous and you need to keep yourself away from it. Or maybe your story is that love doesn't exist. You've never seen it uh, in a healthy way. All of your experiences have been contrary to love. So you've just given up on it and said, no, love doesn't exist. And you're completely shut down and blocked from receiving love. But here's the big gigantic problem. In all of our efforts to shut down love, to distance ourselves and to run away from it, there still is a deep, deep desire to have love, to connect with love, and to give love. And it's because that's who we are. We are love by nature. All of our efforts to shut down love, the key fundamental problem is we're shutting down who we are. We are love, and you're never going to be able to shut that down. And you're never going to be able to get away from the desire to want to receive it and to want to give it. So how do we start to unblock? How do we start to release that resistance that we have? Well, it starts with you. Maybe not what you wanted to hear, but it starts with you. You know, we often uh, try to heal our resistance to love or our blockages to love by running around and getting other people to love us. And that's why we fall into these traps of people pleasing and unhealthy relationships and in abusive relationships because we're so desperate to try to get people to love us in a hope that that will open up or heal that space within us. Now, I've talked about this before that people, yes, can help heal us, but they're secondary healers. We are and we will always be our primary healers. We have to take ownership for this part of us that feels blocked and resistant to love. Now, we're not taking ownership for the events that cause that to happen in our life. Trauma, painful life experiences, things happening to us are never our fault. But what we have to take responsibility for now is to unblock that, to release that resistance because we are worthy of that love. So now, understanding that it starts with you, you're not going to find the solutions out there. Let's start with identifying the stories that you developed as a result of what we talked about earlier, which is the pain that you experienced uh, in relationships in life that led you to certain fears or to freeze. And those fears and that frozenness built stories in your mind around unworthiness or, or whatever that story is. It's important for you to identify those stories. What is the story that you're telling yourself that's keeping you blocked, that's keeping you resistant to people's love and to your own love? So here's an exercise. You know, I like exercises that maybe can walk you through this process. So as a part of this exercise, I want you to complete these statements. Number one, I resist love because fill in the blank. Number two, when someone tries to show me love, I fill in the blank. Number three, when I think about love, 
fill in the blank. So those are going to help you identify the stories that you have around love, which is going to lead us into the next part of the exercise, which is asking the question, who believes that story? How old are they? And what happened that caused that story to get embedded or to become a part of your life? For me, it always goes back to a five-year-old. I got stuck in that space as a five-year-old because of certain events that had happened in my life, and I began to develop that story that I was unworthy of love. Now, this is why I always talk about kindness and compassion, because for me to heal, I had to heal the five-year-old. And the way that I'd want to treat that five-year-old part of myself is with gentleness, with compassion, and with a lot of love. That's why we're doing this exercise of identifying who, what part of you uh, believes that story, and how old were you when that story got adopted, and what happened when you adopted that story. Now, if you need more help with that, there's an amazing work uh, by Dr. Richard Schwartz. You hear me talk about it a lot with internal family systems, and that can also help you walk through some of those questions and some of that exercise. Now, the third thing is to ask yourself the question, who would you be without that story? So we've identified our story. We have identified who believes that story. And then third, now we're saying, who would you be? How would you feel if you didn't have that story in your mind? Now, if you need help with this exercise, you can find out more information about this process by looking at the work of Byron Katie. And you can find information on her website about it. But there is a very intentional process here of imagining yourself, of trying to see the version of you that doesn't believe that story. Now, once you've got that image and you're imagining who that person is, move into the next part of the exercise, which is to actually write it down. Put it on paper so that you can see it and you can begin to connect with what that version of you is like. And then we go into the final part of the exercise, which is to ask the question, what does that person, what does that version of you need from you right now in this moment to become that person? Do they need you to have kinder words? Do they need you to have better boundaries? Do they need you to have more rest? Do they need you to have more beautiful and loving thoughts towards yourself? Ask the question of that version of you that you've just imagined. What do they need from the present version of you in order to become that? So what that has just done is it's given you an action plan. Because I hear from people a lot that, well, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to start and I don't know how to love myself. Well, I hope that exercise can really take you through the process of understanding what it looks like for you to give yourself the love that you need without the story that you're unworthy of it. You see, part of what that person needs from you, that higher version that you're imagining, they need you to drop the story that you're unworthy of love. You say, well, how do I do that? You begin to treat yourself as if you're worthy of love. You begin to put it in practice, and then the nervous system will begin to follow. You know, for me, it wasn't always about going back and healing the nervous system uh, and then thinking I was worthy of love. It was treating myself as if I was worthy of love because I am. It was aligning myself with truth, and then my nervous system began to follow. Now, as we've identified the story and identified our needs, we're going to move into the next part of allowing ourselves to let go of that resistance, which is practicing self-love. 
your love towards you needs to be released because that's a key part of what's blocking you from receiving the love of other people. And this can become a very safe place to begin to practice giving love and receiving love. You're right there with yourself. You're going to give yourself love and then you're going to open your heart and receive that love. You're going to let go of the stories and the resistance. You see, even when you'll say something to yourself like, I love myself, I bet there's internal resistance around it. And that's the internal resistance that's also keeping you from receiving other people's love. So if we can begin to tear that wall down inside of us through practicing the list that we just made on a daily basis, finding one thing that we can do towards ourselves that's a part of that list that begins to unblock it. And so once again, it's not just doing it, but it's also opening up the receptor to receive it. Now, how do I do that? You do it with practice. You do it with patience. You do it with gentleness. You allow yourself to do that act. You feel the resistance. You love that part of yourself. You understand why that part of yourself resists. You see the version of you that is resisting and you give love towards that part of you. So you're continuing just to put love out there, understand that there is resistance and that's okay and loving the part of you that's afraid and is resisting it. You know, the interesting thing about the heart is when you harden one part of it, you harden all of it. And so the work that we're trying to do is to soften the heart completely in all of its places because the heart is a unique center that when it is blocked in one area, it starts to bleed over into all of the areas. Our inability to love ourselves is going to cause us to be unable to receive the love of others. Our inability to love others is going to keep us from being able to love ourselves. The part of us that we don't love about ourselves, that we want to reject and dismiss, is going to keep us from loving all of the parts of who we are. Now, you might think, well, if we're that open, aren't we going to get hurt again? What's happening is we're confusing being soft-hearted and gentle-hearted with not having boundaries. We think if we're that way, then people will walk all over us. No, we can still have very soft, tender, loving hearts towards ourselves and towards others and still have healthy boundaries. Now let's go ahead and move on to talking about opening ourselves up to other people's love. And I know this can feel dangerous. I know this can feel risky. uh, And that's okay You've got this. You can do this. And what we want to do in this space is we want to start with taking safe risks. And I say safe risks uh, because we want to, in the beginning, uh, take as safe of risks as possible. But there's no getting around the fact that love is risky. It's inherently risky when we're being vulnerable because vulnerability costs us something, but vulnerability also gives us something. It's when we're vulnerable uh, with other people that we experience the deepest connections. And so in order for us to be vulnerable, we first have to build trust. And in order for us to build trust, we do have to take some safe risks. Now, what do I mean by safe risks? It's opening ourselves up to people that we know 
care about us, that are safe people who've been trying to give us love that we've been pushing away or that we've been resisting. It's allowing our heart to open at whatever pace is comfortable for you. I'm not talking about the fact that we have to throw our hearts wide open in the beginning, but we're beginning to crack that shell a little bit. And so what do those safe risks look like? Well, it can look like receiving a compliment from somebody without pushing it away. Now, that may not seem risky to you, but it is when your mind is telling you that you need to downplay or push the compliment away because you don't want other people to think you're arrogant, because you're trying to devalue yourself in the other person's eyes as a way to protect yourself. So a very safe risk can be when somebody says, you did a great job, to not then beat yourself up and say, nah, well, I really didn't. Uh, and let me reject that compliment and say, ah, oh, thank you, but you know, I messed this up and I messed that up. And oh, thank you. I, I know you're just saying that because I could have done better if, or whatever that if or that but is that you want to add to their compliment, don't do that. Allow yourself to absorb that feedback, that compliment without resistance. Because I know it was true for me that when somebody would give me a compliment, I would put that wall up. I'd hit that resistance immediately and I would deflect it back and I wouldn't allow it to be absorbed. So part of receiving love can be as basic as letting that compliment come in and absorbing it. Another thing that can be a safe risk is when somebody wants to do something for us to show love, allow them to do it. And you might have to get past the narrative that if they do that for me, then I'll have to do this for them, or I'll owe them something, or whatever it is, or that I'm not worthy, or I don't want to you know, have them be put out to do that for me. You see, all of that's that resistance to and that blockage to love that's telling you that you're not worthy of love and telling other people that you're not worthy of love. So a simple risk can be simply allowing somebody to do something for you that in the past you've said no to and in the past you've resisted them doing that for you. You see, when you want to resist that, ask yourself the question, why do you want to resist that? What's the reason that you're uncomfortable with allowing them to give you love, to show you love? And then once again, that's taking you back to the story that you have. And then you're understanding the source of that story. And then you can begin to heal that by allowing them to show love to you. Because it's often the things that we're resisting that are the things that are actually going to heal us. It's the things that we're afraid of that we need to allow ourselves to absorb to see that we're worthy of in order for that to begin to bring healing to us. Now, another way that we can begin to open ourselves up to receiving love is with safe, physical, appropriate touch with a very safe and trusted person. You know, you might be really resistant for good reasons uh, to physical touch, and that's okay. I'm not saying this part is for everybody, uh, but there is a lot of research about how appropriate safe physical touch releases healing chemicals, reduces our stress, reduces our anxiety, and opens us up 
to safe interactions with other people. So do this as you feel comfortable. But I know for me, I was really resistant and very uncomfortable at times with people wanting uh, to connect physically uh, because of my experiences. And part of my healing journey was allowing myself to receive physical connection from other people who I trusted and I knew were safe. Another way to receive love and to be open to love and to get rid of some of that blockage is simply by being in the presence of other people, allowing yourself to be there, receive their presence, and not be distracted in your mind, uh, using that as a tactic to feel safe, uh, avoiding the present moment, but really being present in the presence of other people because there's an energy exchange that's happening. You're allowing their energy of love to come towards you and then you're sending your energy of love towards them just by being present, practicing being present with other people with no agenda, with no distractions in your mind and just feeling their presence can be very, very healing. Another way to open your heart center is just by having conversation with people, receiving the encouragement and the life that somebody else wants to give you and not putting yourself down, not deflecting the things that they're saying towards you and just being there with them without all of the narrative and judging the things that you said and wondering if they're thinking this about you or that about you, but just to simply receive what they're saying and how they're saying it to you and taking it as face value is training your heart to not be so on guard with everybody and every interaction that you have. And it's allowing you to soften that part of yourself and let go of the defenses. Now, the final thing about opening our hearts and receiving love is we evaluate and we adjust. We're not going to get it right out of the gate. And so we don't want to shame ourselves for not getting it right out of the gate because that shame is going to shut you back down again. And so we want to make sure that our hearts stay open and we want to do that by evaluating without judgment how things are going. And then we want to make those micro adjustments to say, you know what, next time, maybe I won't do X, Y, or Z, whatever that is for you. And so that's an important part of opening our hearts up because we're learning and we're being curious. Instead of shutting down and saying, I should or shouldn't have done that, we begin to use the language of, you know, next time I interact, I could take it from this approach, or the next time I mess up, I could be more loving towards myself. And so once again, that evaluating and adjusting in a spirit of love is really important because we're learning, we're having wins, and we're seeing that love is safe, can be safe, and can transform our lives as we open up to it. Now, as I close out this episode, I want to encourage you like I did in the beginning of this episode. I know how painful it can be to be shut down, to be blocked, to be afraid, to think that you're unworthy of love, to hold on to all of those stories as a way to protect yourself. But I also know how beautiful it can be to be on the other side of that, how beautiful it can be to have love flowing out of your heart to yourself, to receive that love from yourself, to be able to then give authentic love to other people and have them give you the authentic love that you deserve and that you're worthy of. So don't give up. Don't stop. 
Keep working. Your heart will open up. Treat it with patience. Treat it with gentleness. Treat it with kindness. Look at that heart that got wounded with love and compassion because it's that love and compassion that's going to open your heart back up to the love that you deserve and that you need and that you want. So thank you for being here and being a part of this community. And if you haven't had a chance yet to follow or to subscribe to this podcast, please take a moment to do that, as well as review it, uh, leave some comments, because we want to continue to get this message out to people who need to hear that they are worthy of love, that their transformation is just on the other side of that one more attempt, that one more try, that they don't have to quit, and that they don't have to give up, and that they can heal their relationship with themselves, just like we're doing here in this community together. Well, thank you for joining another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. And just as a reminder, there are resources uh, that I offer that you can find in the show notes here or by going to my website at jerryhenderson.org. And also feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. And remember, as always, you are worthy of your own love.